We hope you enjoy our homily podcast. Please consider supporting the ministry of Our Lady of Lourdes by donating to the Future Full of Hope Capital Campaign at lourdesdenver.org. We are so grateful for your support. Good morning. Yesterday, Dorothy did me the favor. Do you know Dorothy? She's the sacristan. She's like the the queen. She's like the saint of our parish. Among many, of course. Um, She reminded me that the rubrics, that is, we have books that have uh, black and red. And the red give you the instructions, and then the black give you the words. And she reminded me that the red today says, a brief homily. <laughs> that's, that's unique, but we had a long gospel. Um, but the perfect gospel, no? I often wonder why the church doesn't have us read this more often. Um, there's something very, very special about today. Um, I can't really say everything about how special it is, but I want to just mention a couple of points uh, of reflection for you. One is that we have the kind of highest and lowest moments of, of uh, Christian life. For, for you and I, those of us who love Jesus, um, this is a sort of memorial of the greatest thing that happened and the worst thing that happened, all in one, in one day. When the world recognized that Jesus was the king and they welcomed him, you know, um, glory to God in the highest. Hosanna, blessed is the king who comes. That's a moment where everybody with their palms were recognizing Jesus, they were welcoming him the way that the angels in heaven had welcomed him at his birth. Remember, they were singing glory to God in the highest. Um, they had recognized something that was true in the heavens. And they were speaking to people. They were saying, hey, when you learn this song, then you'll know the truth. Then you'll know what you're made for. And here Jesus comes into Jerusalem to the sound of, uh, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. You know, the people had... They got it. For a moment, they got it. And those, the, the scoffers say, uh, rebuke them. Rebuke them. How can this be the moment? This is, not, you know, it's supposed to be more glorious than this. Um, and Jesus says, if, if they don't sing it out, the rocks will shout. This is it. You know? And you and I get to commemorate that today. We get to wave palm branches. My brother used to always like kind of twist it into a cross. I'm kind of like missing him right now. I got to call him and tell him to come over here and make me that little cross thing with the, (laughs) oh, he's got it. Yeah. Lift that up. Lift that up, brother. (laughs) I might steal that from you now. (laughs) We get to wave the, we get to wave the branches and say, blessed is the king who comes. Glory to God in the highest. 
And there's something of a great privilege for us, and I just want to acknowledge that today, that by the grace of God, you and I are here 2,000 years after this event, memorializing this guy and saying, um, blessed is the king who comes. This is it. This is, this is the truth. This is the best thing, and I want to acknowledge it. We're passing on this tradition that is um, so true, so beautiful. The second reading said, God who is love has become a human being, has condescended to be with us, um, to walk amongst us. And the fact is that the world is crazy. After the fall, the world is crazy. And we've gone crazy. People have gone crazy, and they don't, we don't recognize as well as we should the presence of God among us. But by the grace of God, God has gathered you in and brought you to Mass today so that in 2019 you can say, I was waving a branch saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. I was there. Well, you're there. By the grace of God, by, the, by your perseverance, by the mystery of life, this is something we celebrate today. You know? um, that even though the world is crazy and that we have this tendency to reject Jesus, you know, in our, in our memorial today, we are reminded of how the people fell away. So even though we celebrate this greatest moment, we're reminded and we recall how the people fell away, how the world had rejected Jesus, how even his own people, the people who had followed him, that, that welcomed him into the world, that welcomed him into Jerusalem, they fall away. And at the cross, there are a few. At the Last Supper, there are a few. Oh, it's a shame. It's sad. Um, part of our memorial, part of the, the, the genius of the church and, its, and, and her tradition is to invite us to reflect on the sadness of this event so that we can have compassion for Jesus. So we want to come back and say, I'll be with you. I'll be with you there. But I want you to recognize your place right now. And... Um, it's a little bit confusing because of the readings. So you are invited into the presence of the Lord. And given these readings, and you, you proclaim from the Missalet, um, crucify him. Right? Uh, it, it can give us the impression that you're the ones who have said crucify him. That you're the ones who have betrayed him. Um, that's not the case. We're, we're memorializing Jesus. Together, we're calling to mind what happened during this week that we're about to celebrate, that we're about to enter into. But that's not you. It can't be you. Because you are present today and at, at every Mass at the Lord's Supper. Um, when we share in the Eucharist, we share in that Last Supper of the Lord who says, I have longed to eat this meal with you. Who says to those who are present at this supper, 
You are the ones who have stood by me in my times of trial. You're not the other ones. There's a lot who have gone away. Oh, no. We know that. And I don't, I don't mean to judge everybody who's not here today. Huh? Um, really, it's only by the grace of God that I am. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a privilege. It's a great gift. He's, he invites us in, and I want you to hear his words when he says, I long to have this meal with you this year. And... Um, you are the ones who stood by me in, in my time of trial. You know, life presents lots of trials. He, Jesus warns Simon of this. Jesus warns his disciples. He knows that life is full of trials that are going to try to take us away from God. The world, the flesh, the devil. There's a lot of reasons to fall away. You are the ones who have stood by me in my time of trial. Jesus is very grateful that you're here today that you're waving the palms today. You've stood by him. You share in this meal. And we stand together at the foot of Calvary, where Jesus needs comfort, where Jesus needs recognition, where he's, he suffers on behalf of the world. And at every Eucharist, this is not only the Last Supper, this is this is an invitation the Lord draws us near to the sacrifice of Calvary, makes us present to the eternal sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. You know, the gospel says that even the disciples fell away, but there was a little crowd that was there to comfort Jesus. Um, that's, that's us. You know? We are here. And that's a beautiful thing. Jesus is very, very grateful for your presence here today. Uh, my prayer is that, um, that I'll be here next year, that you'll be here next year, and that we'll be here at the point of our death. You know, we follow Jesus, who, through the midst of all kinds of trials, the mystery of life, uh, maintains his faith, hope, and his love. He says to this, to this thief, Today you will be with me in paradise. He has no reason to say that. He's not in paradise. Trust me, he's in a terrible place. He says, today you will be with me in paradise, because he believes. He says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. He knows what's on the other side. And the scripture even gives us this detail that the darkness comes. The darkness overtakes the world. And in the midst of that darkness, Jesus says, into your hands I commend my spirit. On the point of death, um, I don't know if you've been on the point of death. I haven't. I've seen people on the point of death. It's scary. It's not easy to say, Father, I, I look forward to seeing you on the other side. No, it's a trial. It's a test. But Jesus maintains a profound hope. He sees light on the other side where there is darkness on this one. Oh. Jesus is filled with faith. He's filled with hope. He's filled with love. He says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. You know, he loves even his persecutors from the point of the cross. So we, 
we pray in this Holy Week for those gifts, for the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love, that, we might, that, that our faith, our hope, and our love might be sustained. Um, and I invite you to be filled with gratitude today for the invitation to, uh, to honor our Lord. I'm proud to stand here passing on the tradition of uh, Jesus and uh, to say the king has come. This is the best one that I've ever found. This is the solution for the world. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but it's true. This one tells us that God loves us. And God who has made us is going to rescue us and is rescuing us, has saved us. And uh, that message needs to stand. So I'm grateful to stand here with you today, and I'm grateful for your perseverance. I know that takes a lot. I know my trials. I don't know your trials. I know some of your trials, um, but uh, we walk this, this way together, and I'm very grateful for your, uh, your support, your lead, your example, and I look forward to many years of walking the road ahead. Uh, to stand many years on this day, and say, uh, blessed is the king who comes you know, to welcome Jesus and to celebrate his life, his death, and resurrection, to stand by the cross and comfort him today.